Let's about it. Let's jump right into it. So I just um, I wanted to share this with you guys, and I, let me know what you think. Um, more than half of Republicans say uh, that the U.S. seems headed towards another civil war in the near future. A new poll shows. 44% of Americans say the nation is headed towards civil war. A 53% majority of Republicans said that the nation seems headed in that direction. The poll was conducted by Southern Poverty Law Center. So, this is pretty interesting. So, 53% of Republicans think that and 39% of Democrats do. That's 50% and 40%. That's, that's half of one party. That's half of Republicans and almost half of the other party there's really there's only two parties that are in power in this country and when you have the voting basis saying mm, it's not looking good we're in trouble man i mean what do you guys what what do you think i'll i'll open with that what do you think is the future of the nation do you think we're headed for civil war do you and let me say this, just because you think we are headed for civil war, that doesn't mean that you actually, you know, that you actually want civil war. Because I'm someone, I, I'm, I'm of the school of thought that believes America is headed for civil war. I do. How? I don't know how, I don't know how it would happen. I don't know what the mark would be. I don't know what the line would be. But... I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, there has to be, it's, it's like this. There, again, if you're on a team, say you're, again, say you're playing for, say you're playing football. You have 11 versus 11, okay? You're on offense and you're trying to go score a touchdown. You're trying to get some points on the board. If you're on the defense, you're trying to stop the team from scoring. What does it look like if the quarterback snaps the ball from the center and the center turns around and sacks the quarterback? They're going to be like, what, dude, what, what are you doing? You're on my team. We're, we're supposed to be working together. It's like, oh, it, 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 it makes no sense. You have to be working together. But the left and the right, the modern left and the modern right, our goals are completely opposed they are. I mean, I I don't know how two groups can stay together. It's it's like a relationship. You can't have two people in a relationship and they want the complete opposite of what the other wants. Each each person wants something completely and totally different. You're going to have a disastrous, tumultuous, horrific relationship. That's just the truth. Amos 3 says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? And that makes sense. That's, you don't even have, that's not even a biblical principle. That's just a life principle. How You can't work with someone if you're not in agreement. What is the goal? What is the necessity? What is the destination? It's just like my, my analogy. You can't, you, can't have, you can't go north and south at the same time. You're either going to go north or you're going to go south. There is, there is no other way. So let me keep, let me keep reading this. Uh, a new poll shows 44% of Americans believe that the nation is headed toward another civil war. 
with the majority of Republicans believing it will happen. The, dat the data comes in a new poll by the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, which also found support for the Great Replacement Theory, referenced by the shooter who opened fire in a Buffalo supermarket last month. A total of 44% agree with the statement that the nation seems headed towards civil war in the near future, according to the poll. That includes 53% of Republicans and 39% of Democrats. The poll by the group and Tolchin Research came in late April before the horrific mass shooting in Buffalo, where the assailants' digital postings were uh, filled with co uh, conspiratorial and racist ramblings. In another uh, concerning statistic, about one in five said that at least they at least somewhat approved of assassinating a politician whom they believed was harming the country of our democracy. A year after a mob of Donald Trump supporters breached police barricades at the Capitol, Republicans were more likely to agree that some violence may be necessary to get the country back on track. The figure included 44% of young Democratic men and 40% of young Republican women. That was reported by the Washington Times. Now, this is pretty interesting. Okay. What you have is when people say, okay, well, in order, we, 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 it's, you know, it's, 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 it's all right to assassinate someone in order to get the, for, for, the, for the sake of our country, for the sake of democracy. Some violence may be necessary to get the country back on track. Here's, here's the thing. I don't know if you guys have ever watched The Lord of the Rings. Some of you, some of you I've spoken to and you guys share that you have. So you guys understand this analogy. In the in the in the Lord of the Rings, they're trying the, the 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 fellowship is trying to take the ring to Mount Doom. They're trying to take the one ring to Mount Doom to destroy it. That's their goal. Okay. And throughout throughout the throughout the adventure, people fight over the ring. They are desperate for the ring. They must have it. They want to have it. And so what you have is, in, in, in politics, if you keep fighting over the One Ring, eventually, again, if you watch the movie, eventually, you will lose it. You are going to lose it. You are going to lose it, and it's going to be used against you. You're going to be like, oh, good Lord. That's what's going to happen. And that's absolutely terrifying. We can't keep arguing over... We can't keep arguing over the the bazooka or the cannon or or the grenades that were thrown at the other side because eventually the other side is going to get it. What happens? The, it, it's like the best thing for the country. And again, I'm not an advocate of civil war. I want to make that very very clear. But I don't know. There's there's no value. There's nothing. There's nothing within us. There's nothing that unites the left and the right. We have no fundamental agreements. The left, they hate the flag. They hate the national anthem. They hate the Pledge of Allegiance. They hate the First Amendment. They hate the Second Amendment. It's, it's insane. Like, what, what, what? There's no core. There, there's no core of beliefs that that we hold dear there, it doesn't exist it doesn't exist i don't know anyone who's been able to name anything 
that the left and right have in common. The only thing that we have in common is that we think the other side is crazy and we want, we want them to, to go away. That's the only thing we have in common. We can't even agree on the number of genders. So how are we, how are we supposed to move forward? How are we supposed to move forward? How can you be in a relationship with a person who wants the complete opposite of what you want? How can you be in a relationship with someone who, and both of you think the other one's always the problem. It's, it's, no, it's always you. No, it's you. Well, no, it's you. Well, no, it's you. No, you're the problem. No, you're the issue. Remember when you did this? Well, yeah, but yeah, but then, then, then you did that. You're not going to have anything working. Nothing's going to work. You have to work together as a team. And that's just not happening. Let me keep reading. I, I mean, I just, nearly seven, nearly seven in 10 agreed that left-wing politicians were deliberately driving economic changes to gain power by replacing more conservative white voters, terminology that suggests people are being replaced by non-white voters coming into the country. Uh, quote, what we found was a great deal of hostility for people on the other side of the political aisle, according to the SPLC. A majority of both Republicans and Democrats believe their political opponents pose a threat to the country and want to harm their political opponents. That kind of animosity could fuel partisan violence. Of course it could. Now let me say this about the, about the idea. Actually, let me go over here to the Southern Poverty Law Center and go to their website. And again, all links will be in the description. Um, here it is. In late April, the Southern Poverty Law Center and Tolchin Research conducted a poll of 1,500 Americans to examine the extent to which the extremist beliefs and narratives that mobilized the hard right have been absorbed by the wider American public. We found that the ideas underpinning the white nationalist Great Replacement narrative, recently uh, cited by an alleged white supremacist terrorist in Buffalo, New York, have become thoroughly mainstream on the political right. Nearly 7 in 10 Republicans surveyed agreed to at least some extent that demographic changes in the United States are deliberately driven by liberal and progressive politicians attempting to gain political power by, quote, replacing more conservative white voters, end quote. Across the political spectrum, we found substantial support for threatening or acting violently against perceived political opponents. Now, this is interesting. Now, let me say this. One thing that the left is doing is they're tying this idea, they, 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 they tie the concerns of Americans who say, you know what, the border should be secured. I actually had a conversation recently with a person that, oh, this had to be maybe, this had to be, this was before the, the Evalde shooting. And so I was talking with someone and I was, you know, I was talking about how he just come from California and we started talking about the border and I just wanted to know how bad it was because uh, he was, his family was like near there. And I said, so, you know, how, you know, how, how, how rough is it? And so, well, what makes you think that it's rough? I said, well, I've never been there, but I said, there's, we have a record number of, of people coming through the border. And he said, oh, you, you, you believe the great, the great replacement theory, don't you? I said, okay, this conversation is not going to go anywhere. I said, look, man, being concerned about the border of your country isn't racist or anything bad at all. That's every single country to ev that's ever existed. That's any civilization that's ever existed. When you look in the movies and you, they have they have the fort 
and they're, they're, they're standing, and you have the watchmen looking over the side, and they see a person on horseback coming toward them. They say, Halt! Are you friend or foe? There's nothing wrong with protecting your land. And so I, and so I was like, I was like, look, man, I said, I don't, I said, the race of the person I don't care about. I said, but you can't, you're not going to have a country if you, if your borders don't exist. If you don't enforce your borders, there's no point in having a country. I said, sir, imagine you're, you're home with no doors or windows or walls. I said, is that a home? He didn't want to answer that question because he knew exactly what I was saying. He understood and he was like, oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. But if he said that it makes sense, then that looks like it makes it look like he's agreeing with me. And he didn't want that because he's pretty much calling me racist. But you have to ask that question. There is, there's nothing wrong with being concerned about the security of your nation. The thing about the left is the left is the party of abortion, okay? And again, this is all going to tie together. When you kill babies, you, you literally are killing the future. Though, because children, babies, young people, they are the next generation. They're the next voters, consumers, inventors, teachers, police officers, builders. They're the next generation. They're the next wave of people. And so when you have, when you're the left and you, you love the killing of babies, you still realize, you know what? We still need voters. Our, our people are getting older. They're dying. And also conservatives tend to have more children than, uh, than, um, than, uh, than liberals. And so when you have that, uh, it was from, uh, this was from. Uh, this is from uh, 2021, but uh, it's uh, liberals are not having enough babies to keep up with conservatives. This is from fatherly.com. Arthur Brooks, a social scientist at Syracuse University, was the first to point this out all the way back in 2006 when he went on ABC News and blew blue staters' minds. The political right is having a lot more kids than the political left, he explained. The gap is actually 41%. 41%. Data on the U.S. birth rate from the General Society's social survey confirms this trend. A random sample of 100 conservative adults will raise 208 children, while liberal adults will raise a mere 147. That's a massive gap. That, guys, that's huge. You can't make up that ground. You're not replacing your numbers. You're not. So the left has to say, you know what? We don't have enough voters. And again, this is why they want to water they want to water down who can vote. They want to lower the voting age to 16. They want to they want to let illegal immigrants vote. They want to let non-citizens vote. They want to let felons vote. They want to let all of the people vote. That's what they do. That's what they do. And when you come across when you come across the southern border, they just say, "Well, we'll just go ahead and re start registering you to vote." There is something to be said for it. You can't kill babies and then also keep political power. There has to be some way you stay in power by, by receiving votes. When, you, when we kill 
millions and millions of babies every single year, that's go- it's going to affect the future. Conservatives already, they already tend to want kids more than liberals do. So conservatives, they're, they're going to have their children. Conservatives are going to be fine. But liberals are like, okay, well, um, we don't have the numbers. So that's, that's, what the, that's what the left does. That's what they do. They try to say, okay, well, how can, we, how can we fight back against this? How can we get our numbers up? You have, to, you, have, you have to ask yourself, why is it that they want non-citizens to vote? Non-citizens? If, if we went to any country, any country, pick a country. If you go to any country and you told them, Hey, what if I told you that in my country, um, it's possible to not be a citizen and you can vote? You use Google Translate and they heard it in their ears and they, they'd be, they would be so confused. They'd be like, wait a minute, you, you let people who aren't citizens in your country vote. This, this, is, any, this is any country. They would look at you like you're an in, in, like you're an insane person. They will look at you like you're crazy. So it's like, um, why do we do this? Because the left needs power and they can't get power any other way. When you're the party of abortion, you're the party of killing the next generation. So you, eventually your voters, they're going to die out. That's what happens. So it's like, okay, well, how do we keep our numbers up? How do we keep, how do we get people to continuous, continuously vote for us? There is no there is no other way. You can't be the party of abortion. You can't say, well, we we want abortion to be we want it to be legal. We want it to be free. We want it for any reason whatsoever. And we want it even after birth. At some point it's like, okay, um, we want all these things and we demand all these things. We want to practice all these things. Oh, wait a minute, we're running, we're running out of people. That's an issue with the left. And so that's why the left is doing this. But just because you're concerned about the security of your nation doesn't make you a bad person. Do you lock your door? When you, when you, when you leave home or when you come home, do you lock your door? And do you check it to make sure that it is locked? Do you check your windows? Do you lock your car door? Again, the, again, it, it, what's so sad is that, is that you are considered a racist for caring about security. You're considered racist for those things. And that's insane. That's a crazy thing to think about. Then let, let me just say this to my, to my listeners on the right, which is, which is most of you guys. Let me ask you this. Or actually, let me tell you this. If anyone ever accuses you of being a racist... If anyone ever accuses you of being a racist because you, you say, you know what, it's good that our nation secures our borders. It's good that we figure out who's coming into the nation and we don't just let everybody in just because they want to come in. The next time someone calls you a racist or you get, or you get a bad look, ask them, do you lock your door at night? Just ask them. They're not going to say anything because they know exactly what the next question is going to be. If they say, the answer is yes. If they say yes, and it's the next question is, oh, 
Why do you lock your door? Explain that. Explain that. It's okay. It's okay if the so it's okay if the border is wide open. It's okay if it's okay if you can just you can just come on. It's okay to just come on in over there, but you lock your door. What? Why? Why is it different? Why? You're so you're so okay with anyone just being able to walk in. Do do this. Take your door off. Get rid of your door. Get get rid of your front door. Get rid of your locks. Open your windows and just put up a sign that says anyone welcome in. And come on in. Just put it right above your, just put it right above your your door frame. Just do that. That's what I want you to do the next time someone calls you a racist for for supporting strong borders. They'll never answer your question. They'll never they'll, they won't do it. They won't do it. Because it's again, this is why I say the conservatives tend to be smarter than liberals. Why? Because conservatives actually we have to actually think about our ideas. The mainstream media is left-leaning. Everything you're fed from from a young age from on TV it's it's left-leaning. It's going to have a liberal slant to it. Social media, big tech, all of these things, corporations, they're left-leaning. So you're going to hear all these talking points and you're going to hear them repeated and over and over and over. It's just like it's just like with the vaccines. I told you guys a story one time. I said I said someone told me we were talking about we were talking about vaccinations and they asked me if I was vaccinated and I said no. And they said, well, 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 why not? Because getting, getting vaccinated protects you and it protects other people. I immediately, I looked at them dead in their face and I said, explain that. Mm -hmm. They said, what do you mean? I said, explain that. I said, explain to me how you taking a medicine protects me. And by the way, in parentheses, this medicine does not protect you from catching it or spreading it. So how does you getting vaccinated protect me? They, they changed the question. They said, uh, 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 and they said, well, you, well, you know what? It's, it's, well, well, why, well, well, I mean, don't you care about people? Again, they don't actually think about their ideas. They don't. They hear a talking point. They hear it repeated over and 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 over. And they never think about it. You need to ask yourself, oh, who, what, where, when, why? That's what you need to be asking yourself. That's how you learn. That's how you build knowledge. That is how you become smarter. You don't become smarter just by retaining facts. You get facts and you're like, okay, well, so... How does that fact connect to this? Explain this. Anyone can just spout facts. Anyone can just go to Google. But how do you connect your ideas? And that's one thing that the left doesn't do. Because they just hear talking points, but they don't actually think about their ideas. Same thing with, same thing with well, 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 healthcare is a right. Do you know how many people were saying, you know what, you know what? If you don't take the vaccine, you 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 don't you don't get you don't you don't you shouldn't don't go to, don't go to the hospital you you don't you don't get to be treated. 
But I thought I thought healthcare was a right. I'm confused. Is healthcare? Do you want healthcare to be a right, or do you not want it to be a right? Which, which is it? You can't have it both ways. They don't think about their ideas. But to get back to what I was saying about potential civil war, I don't see what else we can do. I I don't know I don't know how else we can work together. I don't know. You can't sing, you can't hold hands and sing Kumbaya or We Are the World or Jesus Loves Little Children with people who have completely different goals than you. you your goals are completely opposed to each other. How can two walk together except they be agreed? It doesn't make sense. It's not going to work. Again, I don't want civil war. But there comes a point where it's like, mm, where you have half of one side saying, uh, yeah, I think we are I think we are approaching civil war. And then you have 40% of the other side saying, mm, yeah, it looks like we're approaching civil war. You better have alarm bells going off like crazy, man. But let me know. What, what do you guys think? Let me run my own poll. I'm not questioning their results. I'm, but I, I just, I, let me ask you guys. Do you think, do you think that, do you think the left and the right are, are headed for separate, separate directions? I, I just, I don't know how we can stay together. I don't know how we can continue to work together with people who, who oppose who oppose each other. You can't be in a romantic relationship with someone who wants the opposite of what you want. Well, I want children. Well, I don't want children. Okay, I want, I want sex every day. Well, I want sex once a year. Okay, well, I, I want to live, I want to live in, uh, I want to live in an apartment. I want to live in a man, I want to live in a mansion. When you are completely opposing each other, it's not going to work. You have to go your separate ways. That, that's, that's just the reality of things. Your values, your values have to be aligned in order to work together. And the problem is the left and the right have no values that we share. They, we, don't, we, we don't share them. We don't share anything. We don't, we don't believe anything. That in, in, in common, we don't agree on the number of genders. We don't agree on, on obesity being unhealthy. We, 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 like, we don't. How, what can we do? What unites us? It doesn't exist. It just doesn't. And if you can think of anything, please let me know. Please let me know. But I, I don't, I can't think of anything. And I'm telling you, I think about this every day. I've been thinking about this every day for probably like, mm, maybe the last year, year and a half. What unites us? I, I don't think, I can't think of anything. There's nothing. At what point is it, is it time to say, you know what? I think we need to break up.